0: Welcome, everyone, to the State of Gaming podcast. I'm your host, Matt Washington, and today is our very, very first episode and our very first topic. And we are discussing life lessons and business lessons to be learned from Grand Theft Auto. So Grand Theft Auto, or GTA for short. Politicians hate it. Hillary Clinton herself slammed the game. Parents think it's gratuitous violence. Non-gamers think it's just some crazy fantasy where people can do evil things. Some people may even call it toxic. But despite all of that, what if I told you that Grand Theft Auto actually has some very valuable lessons that will help you in your career, help you in business, or help you in your everyday life? So let's get started. In every single one of these games, you play a man, so far, a man who is on some type of mission. Usually that mission may or may not be legal, of course, but a mission nonetheless. And that actually is something that everyone should have, which brings us right into our very first lesson. Lesson number one from Grand Theft Auto, have a clear purpose about what it is that you're trying to achieve. Now, you've probably heard this before. It may even sound cliche, right? The importance of having goals and having a mission so that way you can stay motivated for certain things. And that's true. But let's think about it even more deeply. In Grand Theft Auto Vice City, the character's goal wasn't just to get rich, or the character's goal wasn't just to kill people or be some kingpin. There was actually a story involved that gave Tommy Versetti, the main character of Vice City, an actual mission and a goal. If you remember in the game, the very first cutscene is his boss setting up for a nice drug deal so that way he can make a lot of money and have a great payday, but he was also being set up at the same time. So at the drug deal, Tommy shows up with the drugs and the cash and the other parties there to make the trade, but some unknown party comes, kills everyone except for the main character, and makes off with both the drugs and the money, I believe. And so now Tommy, our main character, the character that the player eventually plays as, has to call his boss and explain to him that the deal went bad and he lost everything. And as you can imagine, his boss, the mafioso, was furious and basically, in calm words, was saying, you need to recover the money or recover my end of this deal, or." you're gonna be recovering your head. And in order to do that, he had to, of course, investigate what happened, but he also had to take over the city at the same time. And so the ultimate lesson is, of course, we need goals. Goals are important, everybody needs goals. But the more personal a goal is, the more our life depends on a goal, much more drive will be in every single one of our actions. We'll have much more motivation. Will be much more creative when it comes to solving problems because our life, our identity, heavily relies on it. So, how does that apply to you, right? How can you use that information? So, remember, make your goals as personal and important to you as possible. And let's think of some examples. An example of that could be you know, you'd be the first person in your family to go to college or the first person in your family to own their own house, or you would change the generational wealth of your family forever, change the health of your family forever, change the trajectory of your life and maybe the person close to you forever. Do you see what I mean? Something to where if you did achieve this goal, would it change your life forever? Would it make your life so unfathomably great that just thinking about it gets you excited. You know, you don't wanna, of course, scare yourself into not doing anything, but you also wanna make sure that, no, this is a very worthwhile goal. Meaning, if I could achieve this goal, there is no going back to that old life. You can use Grand Theft Auto as your example for that. Okay, now let's move on to number two. Okay, and this one I think is. Very obvious, but in school, everyone talks about, quote-unquote, making money. That's what we care about, making a nice salary, getting paid a lot, when we don't realize that money is never made, right? Of course, that's the common saying, that's the expression, but no, money is earned, right? And number two, the big lesson from Grand Theft Auto is we get rich By solving other people's problems, period. That's how you earn money. When someone can't do something themselves, they will pay someone else to do it. The more complicated, the more difficult the task is, the more money that they're paying the person, right? That's the reason why maybe uh, software programmers get paid a lot of money. That's why athletes get paid as much money as they do, or doctors, right? Because Their job is difficult, and the problems that they solve are very complex and very acute, in some cases even obscure, right? And this doesn't even have to be for white-collar professions, right? Plumbers get paid quite a bit. Welders get paid quite a bit. A lot of the trades now pay plenty because that is very skilled work or skilled labor, as they say. A really good example of this is basically any Grand Theft Auto game. But specifically, let's think about Grand Theft Auto for The Ballad of Gay Tony, where you play as Luis Lopez, the bodyguard and business partner to Gay Tony. You have those missions that you do for that guy named Yusuf Amir, I believe his name is, and he always has you doing the craziest things, Right. One of the missions is he needs you to steal a New York City train because he's opening a museum in Dubai or wherever. So he needs you to do these crazy missions. Another one is he needs you to uh, steal a helicopter and blow up the boats that are carrying some arms dealers because he wants to give the helicopter to his father as a gift, but he also wants to take out some bad guys at the same time. And if you notice, I don't know if you noticed this, but in grand theft Auto: of the ballot of gay Tony, his missions pay you the most. Maybe you'll make a couple hundred dollars from some other mission, maybe a thousand bucks, but with his, he'll pay you $20,000. He'll give you golden Uzis to get it done. Right. And now, If you take out the explosions and some of the crazy missions that you do and apply this to your real life, right? If there's something that you can do that somebody else cannot do, that is an opportunity for you to earn money. The more people that you help with their particular problems, the more problems you solve, especially the more difficult problems you solve, the more money that you earn, right? Think about how every computer in America Uh, or every office in America has a computer and that computer has Microsoft Excel or Microsoft Word or the internet, right? That solves a lot of problems. That could explain why Bill Gates or Tim Cook or Steve Jobs is as wealthy as they are. Now, of course, there's other things involved, right? Like people create monopolies. People do all kinds of backhanded, shadowy things. But you can take that out of your mind because in truth, The more problems you solve and get paid to do it, the more money you will earn. And that's a big lesson. Grand Theft Auto teaches you that lesson. Grand Theft Auto teaches you that you pretty much only get paid when you solve somebody else's problems. And this game is typically criminal activity, but that same concept applies to the real world with legal activity. So see what you can solve and go do it. So... While I believe that there are many lessons that could be learned from Grand Theft Auto, this episode will only cover three. And the third lesson is to build your mastermind group. Right, A mastermind group is basically a group of people that you trust or have a mutual respect for that you can work with and bounce ideas off of, get proper feedback from, and you work well together towards a common goal. It's actually somewhat difficult these days to find someone who is both like minded, and honest, and skilled, and gets along well with you, and actually is easy to work with. But when you do find those people, they're more valuable than gold, right? And you've probably experienced this, if you've done a heist in Grand Theft Auto five, the most recent one, right? Whether you're trying to rob the diamond casino, If you work with someone who is impossible to communicate with, or a person who never listens, or a person who does not like to cooperate, you'll see how many times you have to die before you can actually get the mission completed. The same thing applies in life. When you are working with the wrong people, and you're driving the vehicle with the wrong passengers, you will not get to your destination. But when you actually have a group of people with whom you trust and with whom you work well with, it's like magic. And so that's an extremely important lesson. So if you have any people in your crew who are not headed in the same direction as you, you might need to figure out a way to kind of start exiting yourself from that circle. doesn't mean that you can't be their friends or their acquaintance, but you need to be headed in the right direction. There is an old saying, and I believe it's true. The saying is, you are who you associate with. That's 100% accurate, even as it pertains to Grand Theft Auto. If you play with people who don't know what they're doing and are casual, don't take any goals seriously in the game, don't take missions seriously, you're probably not going to be successful in these missions. You're probably not going to be able to afford that building or that house that you're looking to buy in Grand Theft Auto. And how true is that in life? If you associate with someone with no goals or you associate with someone who doesn't work hard at their goals or doesn't take their goals very seriously, that is going to rub off on you. And so it's important that you associate with the right people. And if you can't find those people who have similar goals to you or a similar drive, it's okay to be a loner, just like your character is in Grand Theft Auto. Because in time, when you're doing your thing and you're working hard and you're seeking your goals, and you're working to realize your mission, those people who have similar goals or who have similar values will appear into your life, and that's when your mastermind group will start to form. There is an old saying, and I believe it's true. The saying is, you are who you associate with. That's 100% accurate, even as it pertains to Grand Theft Auto. If you play with people who don't know what they're doing and are casual, don't take any goals seriously in the game, don't take missions seriously, you're probably not going to be successful in these missions. You're probably not going to be able to afford that building or that house that you're looking to buy in Grand Theft Auto. And how true is that in life? If you associate with someone with no goals or you associate with someone who doesn't work hard at their goals or doesn't take their goals very seriously, that is going to rub off on you. And so it's important that you associate with the right people. And if you can't find those people who have similar goals to you or a similar drive, it's okay to be a loner, just like your character is in Grand Theft Auto. Because in time, when you're doing your thing and you're working hard and you're seeking your goals and you're working to realize your mission, those people who have similar goals or who have similar values will appear into your life. And that's when your mastermind group will start to form. Now, I know what you're probably thinking. You're probably thinking to yourself, Matt, it's just a video game. All I want to do is steal some cars, kill some people, have some shootouts, run from the cops, turn off the game and go on about my life. And that's completely fair. But when I play Grand Theft Auto, sometimes I have the hankering feeling of, you know, I'm working really, really hard to do missions and save money so I could buy this uh, new condo so I can go on these bigger heists and make even more money. But I'm realizing these are very similar goals to what I have in my regular life. But, of course, I'm doing it legally, right? I go to my job. I work. I try to start my own business. I save my money. I invest so I can make more money, right? It's the exact same thing. So while you are playing this game and you are having fun, just know that you could be doing the exact same thing in your regular life. And you can start by just doing the three things that we talked about on this podcast. Number one, have a clear purpose. Make your goals as personal as you can. Make your goals something that your life almost depends on, right? So when you reach it, it will change everything forever. Number two, You earn money, and you get rich by solving other people's problems. That's what you are. You are a solution-oriented person. The more difficult the problem is and the more difficult the solution is that you provide, the more money that you can earn and the more money you can charge people, and people will be happy to pay you that money. And the last one, if you can, and you will over time, build your mastermind group. Build a group of people that you trust and build a group of people that you can work with and people who can make you better and people who do not slow you down. And before I wrap this episode up, just remember, you don't have to be a psychopath or a criminal or anything negative to achieve your goals. All you need to do is just follow these very simple rules and simple concepts and you'll be well on your way. And that's it for today's episode. Thanks everyone for listening to the State of Gaming podcast. I'm Matt Washington and GG's everyone.